0: all right welcome back to week 14 of the fantasy fuck boys uh first week of the playoffs yep yeah you uh you feeling pretty excited a little less excited than a
1: little less excited i i had to rest my uh you know my starters this past week it was really a, a health thing and then it comes out that you know Christian McCaffrey's hurt again, uh, Tyreek's sick, Debo has a it's a foot bruise. Who knows if that'll actually hold him out or not? But so, so not the best start of the week either.
0: You held him out for health reasons, and they got and less, they got hurt, less healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean S- I can't really blame you for doing it. It was it was a smart thought, mm-hmm. but it just. Didn't pan out.
1: CMC got hurt in a personal workout. It wasn't even like a team administered one. Which
0: sex? This is what that yeah, means. He, yeah,
1: He he bruised his, or he tweaked his quad having sex.
0: That must have been a pretty uh, pretty wild position. I don't I don't know. Um, good for him regardless. Yeah. He is dating a. I'm pretty sure maybe the Miss Universe at one point or yeah, another. so something like that. Yeah, so good for him, um, but bad for you.
1: Yeah. I, I kind of thought my team was going with the whole BYU route and holding themselves to celibacy uh,
0: until the season was over, but I guess I was wrong. I mean you should have preached it earlier, you know, or threatened. you can drop him right now if you, if you want to.
1: I, I don't but know if I can. He's, I, he's a little better than, uh, what Brandon Davies was for BYU when he got kicked
0: off the team. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess you don't have to like hold up your morals or your end of the moral, <laughs> uh, obligation there, but no, uh, it, it really sucks going forward, but I think you'll be all right. Let's uh, I guess let's introduce it a little bit. We kind of have been skipping second over that. second week in a yeah. row. We
1: just skipped over it entirely.
0: Week <laughs> week fourteen of the fantasy Fuck boys. I'm Travis. Uh, I'm David. Um, we are ready for this to be over. I think it, we're yeah. pretty pretty low energy. Even though we both made the playoffs, glad glad to hear it. Uh, you didn't quite get what you wanted. You didn't, you got that third pick rather than that mm-hmm. top two pick, but. Uh, we'll talk about that going forward a little bit. So we're going to do the same basic thing. Do recaps, wagers, then next week uh we'll talk about the matchups and wagers then. So any basketball news or fantasy news that I you want to talk about? I guess we were talking about it before
1: uh we started recording, but just James Harden, you know, pretty much seems like he's saying he did show up for training camp now, but for a while it was kind of looking like, well, I'm just going to hang out at the strip clubs in Vegas until you guys trade me.
0: Yeah, I liked I liked how he was outed, and then he just kept, like, posting, and, or there were just kept, like, being posts about him, and he just he didn't care. Mm-hmm. So looking like kind of a dickhead, like we were saying, in the middle of a pandemic doing yeah, that. absolutely. But I... Maybe the, I can't, I can't imagine though, that the strip clubs weren't open in Houston, like you were saying, like maybe that was the reason. Or, you know,
1: the fact that he's a multi-millionaire, he could easily just get some uh, strippers to go.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I mean. Drive-through strippers, you know. Kind of, kind of like the Kim Reynolds, like, drinks to go. Yeah, exactly.
1: The, the yeah. exact same.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean yeah, I, I agree. We have to we have to adapt to the
1: pandemic.
0: Strippers need work too. Exactly. And James Harden, like you said, definitely could afford it. But outside of that, we don't we don't really have too much other basketball news.
1: Do you think he just likes the crowd that goes to strip clubs?
0: I I think he might honestly
1: like he likes he he maybe he likes being able to go to a strip club and having people be like, "Holy shit, that's James Harden!" I'm at the same strip club as James Harden, so like it's an ego thing.
0: And it might be it, there might be a difference between like spending per hour on a stripper and like just making it rain as much money and flexing as hard as possible. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I can't speak for him. Regardless, it just doesn't it doesn't seem right to me, but I'm not James Harden, who is very well noted for loving strip clubs. So some might call him a connoisseur.
1: In a more uh, comical scenario, I don't know, you haven't seen New Girl, have you? Parts. Parts. So there's an episode where they go to a strip club, and Winston takes out $20,000, but the ATM only dispenses like the... Strip club dollars, so they have like twenty thousand dollars worth of like dollar bills that are only good in the strip club that they have to try to spend. And it makes me think that maybe it's one of those situations for James Harden, so he had to go back the next day because he had just taken out so many strip club dollars.
0: So it's kind of like Dave and Buster's, where yeah, yeah, he bought the credits and everything, and so now he has to use them. Okay, yeah. can... you
1: can take them home with you,
0: but. You they aren't
1: good anywhere except for that place, so you're going to have to go back. It's a self-sustaining economy there. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I... uh Like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just just distribute out all that money, and it eventually comes back to you, and it stimulates the economy. Yeah. So, um,
1: that probably would have been a more relevant example for the people that, that like, listen to our show. But...
0: Well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, half of the listeners at this point now have watched New Girl, at least. So... Let's go let's go into fantasy relevant news since I'm pretty sure basketball was pretty slow this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it would you could have made an excuse for not putting out a, an hour length podcast this week. Even if you want to do preseason or something, you could have found a, a filler week, but
1: they did put one out though. Is that right? Yeah. Who uh, who is that? The 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 other people.
0: We Huh. We don't give free advertising. Okay. Yeah. I I thought it was dead. I thought that they had been canceled or pulled off, like, podcasting. I haven't
1: listened to it, but I did see the post from one of their hosts about episode
0: out now. Ooh. I didn't see that. I am currently off of most social media, but I, uh, I, I'm interested to see who won the finals. So.
1: I don't know if they talk about it.
0: <laughs> so they left us with a cliffhanger. <laughs> Of going from a preview in the finals that they put out like middle of the finals, and then just didn't even didn't, didn't say anything about it, didn't let us know, yeah, yeah, I think I could be wrong, like I said, I haven't listened to it yet i I can I'll get there, I'll get there. I can say continuity hasn't been their strong point, so <laughs> that would make sense um yeah, no uh, i guess I can't rag on them for another couple weeks at least till next week fantasy news any any injuries or anything outside of your guys it's outside of my team uh i don't
1: know and i don't care that, that's, it's, a, that's a good it's way to playoffs baby i gotta stay focused
0: it is too late into the season to be looking at anybody else's roster or caring that much um yeah no let's uh let's just go one into one piece
1: of fantasy news also still relevant to my team uh It was a tweet that I saw. Something like, Cole Beasley has more 100-yard games than uh, Tyreek Hill. More touchdowns than DK. Was it touchdowns or receptions than DK Metcalf? Receptions. More
0: receptions. More yards than... uh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. And then there was one more. I, I saw that as well. Let me see if I can find it. Here it is. So... More yards than A.J. Brown,
1: more receptions than D.K. Metcalf, more yards per reception than DeAndre Hopkins, more touchdowns than Julio Jones, and more 100-yard games than Tyreek
0: Hill. And I I don't mean to rub any salt in the wound or anything, but he was on your bench last week. He
1: was. I wouldn't have won if he wasn't, but I would have ended up having more points at the end of the regular season than Ben, which...
0: It's worth it's worth something, yeah. you know. Um, the great White Stallion, you know. he Cole Beasley with that flow. The problem
1: is, I love him for the depth. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I trust to start him. There's just something that's like.
0: You are, you are doing fantasy football a great favor by stashing him on your bench and never starting him because the minute that he goes into your lineup for everybody else that started him all year, he's just going to, just be shit. That's the exactly. way fantasy football works. Yeah. As soon as someone does super well and they go into your lineup, they're just done for the for the rest of the year. It doesn't matter who it is. So, yeah, a lot of uh, the fantasy football world thanks you. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll, we'll see if he breaks the, the starting lineup here in the playoffs. If something happens.
1: I, I've, I started him for two of his big games. I started him when he had his
0: first
1: 20-point game, and then he had one where... He didn't have a touchdown but he had like 13 receptions for 126 yards or something like that.
0: Yeah, pretty pretty decent. He's I mean I can't knock him. I I really thought that that was going to be a really relevant move for the most part. He's just going to be another kind of average slot receiver, but has been pretty solid. So yeah, I uh I guess outside of your team, I don't really have much news from my team. I don't care about the fantasy news from other teams. Um, let's just go into into matchups this week. Start with Nick and myself. I beat Nick 135.15 to 123.85 for the touchdowns and the wagers. My team won there. I think uh, I had like a 12-yard touchdown and Nick's Closest touchdown was like 77 yards from Aaron yeah, Jones. He had,
1: he had one touchdown,
0: one six point touchdown. One,
1: yeah, yeah. one non passing touchdown, and it was 77 yards.
0: Yeah, and honestly, that's that's super impressive because Nick put up 124 points mm-hmm. with one six point touchdown. Um, I know, I know a lot of people are kind of shitting on his team, but and maybe. Maybe we'll save this for later in the podcast. I I just think that he might make at least he might upset someone. You know, he's the eight he seed does, right now. He has so. a really
1: good matchups this week, but we'll we'll get to that, I guess.
0: But so let's go to Max versus James and Stan. Max wins one fourteen point four five to James and Stan's one oh one even. There, not really a surprise in the in the matchup there. Max has been solid the entire year. Gets that fourth spot, but for James and Stan, that is two weeks in a row of scoring...
1: Almost exactly 100 points? 101?
0: 101. 101 and like 101.5. Mm-hmm. If they do that all three weeks in the playoffs, It's
1: almost like a guaranteed they wouldn't get last, you would think.
0: Yeah, you would think that they would have to win one out of three weeks that way. So, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of helps. They've got a bye in week one, but that's at least uh, somewhat encouraging for them. So... Let's move to Jaden versus Jack. Jaden won 154.4 to Jack's 121.1. This was a pretty big matchup, especially for like you and Jaden and then Jack's uh, seeding as well. So Jack slides into seventh. Jaden stays in second, or I guess moves up to second. Moves up to second, yep. Because of his points scored, uh, that kind of sucks for you because you didn't get to, to make your pick until... You're picking between two people, so.
1: Yeah, and at that point, you know, without spoiling things, it was, I guess, it's on the app, so it's not really spoiling. I didn't pick you for multiple reasons, but one of the reasons I feel like is longevity. I couldn't knock one of us out of the playoffs in round one.
0: I mean, there's still a we chance. We might both get knocked out was in round say,
1: one, but it's not going to be
0: we could from have. us. We could have guaranteed bets, yeah. yeah we could get but i mean there's no hedging we've said it the entire year so um there is a legitimate shot now that we both could end up in the championship game against each other mm-hmm. which, which is what everyone wants that's it's... what it and there's a good shot that adam and connor end up in the last place game so our pre-preseason bets might be absolutely spot on for the first time ever uh it's pretty wild like, yeah that... Like I said I'm not really uh, banking on anything. My team hasn't put up three consistent weeks all year, but that's okay. Maybe the playoffs will uh, be that time. So, let's go to Drew and Adam. Uh speaking of Adam, he lost 96.85 to Drew's 110.85. Drew's put together a solid little run here. He gets the top seed in the uh I guess losers' playoff. So,
1: yeah, you really uh, feel for Drew. If he had Devontae Adams healthy, if his team wasn't so injured for the entire year, he's probably in the playoffs. Between Devontae, Raheem, More, Raheem Mostert, uh, Austin Eckler, like those three stay healthy,
0: I think that he's he's a, in the playoffs. Yeah, I I agree. Interesting thing about this matchup is that they play again this week. For the losers bracket, uh which is pretty I don't know if I would call it neat or Drew is a little bit nervous, I know, saying that he didn't know if he could beat him one time, let alone two, so it it should be interesting. Um Yeah, I mean also for the wager, Adams bench
1: outscored Drew's.
0: Yep. I didn't talk about the other wagers mostly because I forgot about them, but they don't matter. We'll. I mean, <laughs> we'll talk about the entire thing later. So, yeah, Adams bench way outscored Drews. I was not close on that one. I guess I didn't really look at either of their benches. Drew mm-hmm. was short a bench player. I'm pretty sure. He's, yep, he's he had an thr-
1: open bench spot.
0: So, that's that's okay. But let's uh, let's go to Toston versus Connor again. Another one of the last place matchup predictions. One that you've kind of been putting more uh spite into lately, Connor loses ninety two point six to Tossin's one eighteen point zero five. Nice for Tossin to get off that like seven game skid right before the playoffs. I know that there's not many moral victories or little victories that you can take from the season at three and ten, but one is that you might be able to make a little bit of a run to mm-hmm. save yourself from getting last, so
1: absolutely uh he really got helped by. New England's defense put up thirty two. Really screwed me over. Uh Justin Herbert, easily his worst week. But New England has been known to just like feast on rookie quarterbacks, I guess. Bill Belichick, that's one of the things he's best at. So
0: Yeah, no, it it was I it was pretty bad in the first half. Like just watching the game updates and everything. But I didn't look until after the game and seeing it was forty five to nothing was just pretty, uh, pretty surreal to be honest. More than anything, I the Chargers had been super high powered with their offense, and hopefully that doesn't expose too many flaws down the road. I don't think it will. Like you said, Bill Belichick's one of the greatest football minds of all time, so. Let's go to Brandon and Jesse. Brandon wins on a very late Tuesday, uh, I guess, win there. He he won 109.8 to 106.8, beats Jesse by three points with Zeke and Baltimore's defense. A lot closer than he probably thought it was going to be there at the end. Brandon drops to fifth. He was already in fifth, I think, but he, uh, points scored-wise, fell out. And didn't get to make a pick, so kind of sucks for him. Not that it would have, he would have got to make a pick at fourth, fourth really. Yeah. But he ended up getting picked by a top three member versus, you know, getting being safe from that. So, I mean, yeah, I'd like to say he should be,
1: you know, worried having to go up, go up against a top three member, but I, who knows with my team. It,
0: Confidence has gotten you this far, as the announcers were saying at or during the Iowa game last night. Iowa UNC, uh, you you don't. You're not even confident. You're cocky. Saying that cocky shooters. Saying that about Iowa's shooters the entire night. I don't know if it was like a a slide at them saying that they.
1: Or shooting bad shots, or maybe,
0: or that they're just white and douchey looking. Or, I, I didn't mean,
1: hear them call any of them real heady players, though.
0: No, no, definitely. I mean, if you watch that game, there were a couple really, really bad plays <laughs> made by Iowa, so just calling them that would have been pretty just wrong. Um, did talk about Luca Garza's work ethic. An awful lot last night versus North Carolina having a lot of really long athletic guys, and it's all about his work ethic and nothing else. So,
1: I mean, he's not, I mean, what else is there to talk about? He's a real gym rat, you know, first one in, last one out, real uh, lunch pail kid. Uh,
0: they they talked about how he knew his parents said they knew he was going to be the slowest one on the floor every time he played. Um, A real
1: fat uh, ass.
0: (laughs) Essentially. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, he... uh, I don't know. He he played okay still. Really shitty in the first half, but...
1: I know from reading the uh, post-game thread on Reddit, there were a lot of complaints from North Carolina fans about the fact that they felt like he was hooking every time down in the post, which there was one that I saw get called which means there were probably more that were missed
0: but yeah it was it was weird the first half of the game they called six total fouls and then the second half they were in the both were in the double bonus at like the 10 minute mark mm-hmm. so it it was really inconsistently officiated um I, I don't know it it was pretty bad both ways i i thought there were a lot of tiki tacky fouls on both ends and then a lot of should be fouls not called. So, I don't know. We should probably get back get to back talking to fantasy about football. fantasy football. Let's yeah. Um Let's catch end us it.
1: on our college podcast. The Hezy Jimmer pull up.
0: Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. We could
1: came out of my mental. I mean,
0: just just flowed. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe we can uh, follow up fantasy football with that.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: But let's let's go to the game of the week. You versus Ben, you lost 87.45 to Ben's 122.25. I'll let you kind of uh, break it down. Like I
1: said, nothing really to break down here. Uh, arrested my starters. They ended up getting hurt this week anyways. Um, you know, Herbert, we really wanted to just play it safe. You know, short, dink and dime throws. Didn't want to, you know, risk his stats or anything. Um, yeah. Also, Tyreek Hill had two touchdowns called back. One he didn't even know he caught and then the other one there was a holding. But he could have easily put up another 30-point game.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's still top 3 in yardage even though he didn't have like an amazing game. Uh it's, he's been he's been pretty solid. DeVonte Adams is number 5 with two less games played than everybody 70 yards short. I guess the only reason I know that is because he's my favorite player. But no, he he's he's gonna he's gonna feast and be all right. I think uh, they throw the ball so much. So Justin Herbert, like you said, just dink and dunk. Got to make sure he gets that rookie of the year. That's all that really matters at this point. But let's go into wager results from this week. Like we said, this is excuse me a uh, bigger week. We did wagers for every matchup. Let's go with the big winners this week. It was me at 9, Ben and Drew at 7, then Connor at 5.5, then you, Adam, and Jack at 5. No one else put in bets. So, kind of checked out. Um, Adam probably would have had more points, but he didn't put bets for me or Max, uh, our, our matchups. So... The results right now are 60.5 for Adam, 60.5 for Ben, 59.5 for me, 56 for Drew, 52.5 for Connor. I think Max Max is at 50, you're at 50. So still time to to crawl back in. These weeks are going to be really important because... What we're doing for wagers this week is all matchups, no prop bets. So there will be less points, but all of the matchups should be closer. So Mm -hmm. there could be a lot of split decisions there. So keeping it close, it should come down to the wire probably between five of us, I think.
1: Yeah, probably what, you, Ben, Adam, Drew?
0: I still think that you and Connor have a chance if you guys play all the way through I mean my picks have been so bad you've had like a you've had like a bad four weeks in a row now it was It was a big turnaround for drew honestly drew went from number one by a lot and then just had like three or four really bad weeks so but one big week like like I said, he's only four and a half points down. You're ten and a half, but I still like you can you can make that up. So um anyway let's let's go to next week's matchups. We won't go super far in depth uh on any of them. I mean it's the first week of the playoffs, but fuck it. I I really would just want to talk about your matchup and my matchup more than anything. Yeah, we so, don't
1: we don't care uh Jack, Ben, Ben, uh, Jack, I don't know, who cares?
0: Yeah, I I mean Ben got the one seed picked Jack who is projected to beat him. Let's just start there, go over it quick. I'm going to pick Ben. He had a reasoning for picking Jack, and I think it was because Jack doesn't have great matchups, and he's got some guys banged up, some guys that have been down the last couple of weeks. So I'm going Ben. Again, full points on the matchups for the winner's bracket and then we're going to go half points on the losers bracket. So, I'm picking Ben.
1: Uh this is a tough one. Uh I honestly think this is going to be a really close matchup. I I I think I'm going to go with Jack. I'm thinking, you know, he's going to live up to that 2008 Giants name, get a a first round upset. All right. It's one of those things to remember. Jack like first what was it, like five weeks, six weeks of the season, was playing up like 140 points a week.
0: Yeah, he's he's definitely he capable. has the potential. Yeah, he's definitely capable. I just, I don't know. I, I looked a little bit at his matchups, and he's a little bit banged up, and he's just had some guys with, with a little bit. The momentum's not quite going forward. We'll see if Antonio Gibson plays or not. Uh, that'll be really oh, yeah, big I for forgot. him. Yeah, he might be out. Yeah, so. Daryl
1: Henderson has looked... Pretty good this year. It's just he's in a three man committee. So. Yeah,
0: and Cam Akers is starting to come on a little bit stronger. I don't I I don't see them going away from running the ball a ton though, so that's not a super concerning thing. But let's go to let's go to Jaden versus Nick, the two seed versus the eight seed there. Jaden picked Nick. Um I'm getting a phone call. But Jaden picked Nick. Uh I I'm I'm gonna honestly go with Nick. I I like his matchups. I I have no hate or uh, disgust towards Jaden. I just I think Nick's gonna put up a big week. So
1: yeah, I'm gonna go with Jaden here. Um, he does have a pretty tough matchup for Josh Allen, and Tom Brady has literally the perfect matchup. Uh, so I think that quarterback could be a big difference but I don't know I like Jaden's team um, and I can't wait to beat them in round 2
0: alright alright speaking of which let's go to the 3-5 matchup you versus Brandon co-host code even with those guys potentially being out I like you over Brandon uh, in round 1 Brandon's the the regular season goat you know even though he's got his name as regular season fraud Regular season go, and he uh, he's gonna lose to you this this week, first round exit. So
1: yeah, I agree. Uh, his team's just not built for the playoffs. My team has been prepping for this moment since day one. Um, you know, we go into the season with the expectations that we would be at this point, just like we have for the past four years. It's just that this time it actually happened. Uh, so we're prepared. This,
0: you trusted the process. You went full on, uh, Joel.
1: Full, full rebuild.
0: I like it. Um, yeah, no, I, no doubt. I, I think you're my favorite to get to the championship game from that side. So, let's go to finally the four versus six. Max versus me. I'm going myself. Obviously, Max does. We both have some pretty tough matchups. So, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling pretty, not really confident, but feeling pretty good about this week. So.
1: Yeah, no, I'm picking you as well. Um, I know we talked about part of it was the uh co host code as why I didn't go to play you. Um but the other thing is I didn't really want to have to go up against Thielen, Kamara, Kelsey, and Lockett in the first round because all of those guys could easily put up twenty five points. So
0: Man, the James Robinson hate, even though he's been like the top
1: and James Robinson. Okay. Not DJ Chark though. It's
0: not not <laughs> DJ Chark. Not getting the targets, not having a quarterback that can really hit him is r- really sucking uh, the life out of him. So
1: yeah, what kind of sucks is he actually was doing pretty good with Gardner Minshew. Yeah, but the Jags are in full, just like full on tank mode right now. Um, so I don't know if
0: Mike Lennon doesn't look that bad when he's throwing the ball seven yards down the field. D.J. Chark just runs like...
1: He runs like the 15 to 20 yard routes, so you're not...
0: So I think he's thrown two interceptions or threw two interceptions when targeting D.J. Chark last week, and both of them were not even close, so it it really sucks, but oh well. Let's go to losers playoff. The 9 versus the 12 is Drew versus Adam. Haven't really looked at either. I'm going Drew over Adam, one, because I have to, and two, because I've picked Drew all year, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go Drew as well. Um Even if I didn't feel like I had to, Adam has let me down the past, what was it, three weeks now, probably, that I've picked him to win, and he's lost every single time, so I just, I have no faith anymore.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't blame you. I mean, similar in a, in a similar vein there, Adam had lost on betting on me like, two weeks in a row and then meant to bet on me again this week and didn't bet on me. So so you don't want him to bet on no, you. No, <laughs> I don't. Uh, hopefully he doesn't. But from there, it's Jesse and Connor playing each other for the second time in three weeks. So Drew and Adam play back-to-back, and Jesse and Connor are going to play two out of three I'm going Jesse. Uh, he's he struggled quite a bit, but he's starting to get his feet under him a little bit. So I'm going to say he wins. And it's not going to be a shootout or anything. It'll be like 105 points, 110 points that he wins with. So
1: Yeah, you know, having Darren Waller on his team is obviously a big plus because he'll go off seemingly every week. Um, it'll be important to see if Josh Jacobs does play this week. He's trending in the right direction. But uh, I'm going to go Jesse to win this as well.
0: All right, all right. And it should be noted that, uh, since we haven't really talked about it, Tossin, James, and Stan will have buys. And what that means is that they will essentially get a loss in the first round of the playoffs and play the losers of the first two games in the losers' playoff. So they just ha- we- have to lose two games to get last.
1: Are we doing matchups the other way as well. So if you win, are you still going to play the winners of those? Just as like a yeah, consolation I, type thing? I'll,
0: I'll probably play a consolation all the way through for everybody mm-hmm. just so they can kind of see where they would end up. Yep. Um. I don't know. I won't... I guess I I can run it by you afterward. I don't know if we'll do bidding on consolation games or not. Yeah, no. I'm, but we'll, we'll see. We can kind of decide, see what people think about that. But that is... Kind of all we had for the week.
1: I mean, if I if I can get my two free points here or one free point here, I'm gonna pick Toston and James James and Stan to lose this week.
0: All right, yeah, no, I can. Uh, I might th- <laughs> I might throw it on there. I I know for sure they're not gonna win, but if I throw on points, I don't think people will notice anyway. So I That's I might true. give those to you. <laughs> We're not talking about you know illegally putting points on here, you know, there's no rules against it, so any any last, I mean, I don't really have much for closing
1: I don't really have anything NBA was slow uh, college basketball's picking up um, football's winding down I'm ready for the Broncos season to be over yeah I spend too much time on the subreddit for the Denver Broncos and I can't stand it Here's here's the thing. Everyone there is super anti-Drew Lock right? And I, I agree with them. He's been dog shit. But people are like, oh, he needs to try to trade for Carson Wentz. And if they do that, I may be a Chiefs fan next year.
0: Wow. <laughs> Going within the division to switch there. I, I mean, I really hope they don't trade for Carson Wentz, mostly because... That contract would be really terrible. Um, I don't know how it works with the Eagles paying out so parts of it, but
1: basically, the Eagles it would be tough for the Eagles to trade it anyways because it's like fifty five million in dead cap if they trade him, except for the first three days of the trading window, in which case it's thirty three million in dead cap. Wow. So so Yeah, that's gonna be pretty uh the other one is Matthew Stafford, which is fine. He's like a great QB. But he I don't know. I just don't want him on my team.
0: I don't think that I think he's gonna be a lifer. I think if he got traded from Detroit, he might just retire.
1: So And I mean as a fan I don't know, I'm a fan of Drew Locke. He, I, he's he got the confidence he doesn't have the skills but he's got the confidence
0: you would say he's a he's a cocky qb he's not a yeah. confident he's yeah a, he's, he's okay. a cocky qb okay yeah for
1: better or for worse um
0: yeah no i guess the only thing he's,
1: he's like johnny menzel <laughs> except for he doesn't you know ruin his career because of Outside of football decisions, he just might ruin them because of inside. inside of yeah,
0: that that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, not really the the comparison you want. No, but no. but you know it's it's cool. Drew football, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't I don't really have much else outside of we're still kind of looking for an intern. I really thought we were gonna have a bite after the last episode. We we sold the position so well. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe we can start putting up posters or something. I don't know.
1: We can. S- put something up on LinkedIn maybe, job opening, yep. unpaid podcast intern.
0: Yeah, for an, an unpaid podcast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, we get like eight listens a week now, so not that it's bad. It's big time. It's big time. We're, we're almost to double digits. So if
1: each of our listeners paid us $80,000, that's – a year roughly.
0: I could almost quit my day job with that.
1: Yeah, almost. We live expensive lifestyles.
0: (laughs) Hey, Joey. Stories grandparents just brought Nala back at just (laughs) the perfect time. I don't know what I was saying, but Uh, we were just talking about
1: uh, horse lock horse cock lock
0: oh yeah no yeah pretty uh I, i i believe in him you know it might be that he ends up going somewhere else and just succeeding
1: here's the thing he plays some great halves of football and then he plays some terrible halves of football so if he can you know he hasn't put together like a full game yet this season which is worrying
0: He's still what how old is he right now?
1: He's 23.
0: So he's not He's
1: young, which is part of the thing that annoys me because people are like oh, QB's not a position that you can like wait, wait and let your person develop. And it's like if if Denver keeps doing that, then they either need to sign like a proven vet like a Matthew Stafford or something or they need to tank and get the first overall pick that doesn't need developing. I mean... Which they can do neither of this season.
0: I mean, like, I I, I don't know. It's it's a different situation completely, but look at what the Packers have kind of done. They've had two quarterbacks in the last 40 years. Mm -hmm. Well, 30-something years now. Um, They draft a quarterback and let him develop for three or four years don't really use his arm too much but keep him fresh enough that he can still throw a good ball and they develop well obviously they they have two back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks I don't know that anybody else has that right now so, so.
1: one of the things about that is that was originally the plan with Drew Locke he wasn't supposed to play at all last year or this year even because we traded for Flacco, who had two years left on his contract. It's just that Flacco also sucks. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, at some point you just have to commit to it, you know, just say... That's what
1: I'm saying. You either have to commit to sucking, in which case Drew Locke can play the Sam Darnold tank commander role, or you have to bring someone in and keep Drew Locke as a backup and hope that he can fix his mistakes or something.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's tough. It just you can't change up your plan on it every single year. You can't say I want to tank one year and then expect to be a playoff team yeah, immediately the I next mean, they
1: year. They won they won five games last year. Like they shouldn't be expecting like playoffs this year.
0: Especially with...
1: And Drew Locke won four of those games. He went four and five as a starter.
0: So then you have the Chiefs and the Raiders who are pretty decent. Yeah. And the Chargers aren't that bad outside of the fourth quarter of most games. So it's not like a super easy division. You shouldn't expect to win it right now. Needless
1: to say, bit of a tangent, I don't like the Broncos Reddit community.
0: I don't like most Reddit communities. I feel like a lot of them are toxic. Fantasy football in general is just, mm-hmm. you know, it's wearing on me. Ready for this to be, uh, you know, I love fantasy football, but usually by about week 14 or 15, I'm just, like, completely burnt out on it. Even though I'm in the playoffs, ready to take a little bit of a break. So, um, I don't know. We're, I'm, I'm kind of smiling that we're down to three weeks of it left. Yep. You've got four weeks of... Broncos football left mm-hmm. so we'll get to to relax a little bit just watch some regular season basketball for a while yep but with that I mean I don't have anything else
1: nope
0: all right a fuck it A fuck it Jaden, we gotta fucking deal with this together, bro. Okay, you got the shit. Okay, bye.